Okay, welcome to the Dewey and Goop Occasional Sports Podcast. I am Dewey. I am Goop. And we are here with our BYU insider, Josh Camp. Say hi, Josh. Hey. Give me a go Cougs, Camp. Go Cougs! <laughs> so Josh Camp is, uh, our, like I said, our BYU insider, and he is joining us for this special edition college football slash BYU football preview podcast. 2018. 2018. The year of the Cougars. <laughs> How many years have we been saying that? Well, we'll get we'll get back it's to that. True. It's true. So I met I met Josh in uh, when we were missionaries in Montana, and when Thanks, I got God. when I got assigned to him as a companion, people said, "Oh, he likes BYU. You'll get along." And I was like, "Okay." Like, We'll see how much he likes BYU, because like I like BYU a certain level, and then people say they do, and it doesn't always measure up, right? And so I think the, the first night or so we stayed up past past bedtime, you know, <laughs> past Breaking the, the rules past ten thirty curfew. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Past ten thirty, and uh, we just talked BYU football history, and it was <laughs> may, maybe one of the happiest moments of my mission. Biggest question I have for you too. I'm the I wasn't there. You well, were there. Yes. Were you trying to one-up each other? In your mind, would you like, I'm going to show him, I'm going to show I know more than him? No, it was more just like pure joy yeah. of being in the moment <laughs> of BYU memories with somebody that could appreciate yeah. Pure ecstasy. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think exactly. the, the appreciation, like, like he got it. Like, he understood, you know? And so we just, like, shared memory after memory. Some of those which we'll share today and um, other things like that. So we're going to start off with our BYU section of this football preview and we're going to talk about the Cougs coming off an 8 and 4 4 4 and 8 not, don't say 8 and 4 not that 8 was and not 4 4 and 9 4 and 9 oh, sorry i don't remember yeah. see that's why he's the insider right there that <laughs> extra game cuz of hawaii you know that's right so Coug, uh camp what do you expect from the Cougs this year like record wise or just in general so let's start off with a record and then we'll break it down a little bit i say i mean my the in you know eternal optimist in me yes. has them going you know far better. But what I'm going to say realistically is eight wins, including a bowl game. Ooh! So seven five regular season. Nice. Get to a bowl game, probably playing some you know 500 team. Right. Since we're a free agent in the bowl. Right. Right. And we win the bowl game. We go eight and five. Okay. That's my prediction. That that is a great year. That's an improvement. That's a turnaround. Absolutely. How do you see BYU doing in the uh, the first five games? So they got that super tough schedule. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, we got the two that are pretty much losses, right? Of course, like I said, inside. <laughs> this, in, is, inside. This, is, this is the 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 BYU insider camp talking. Yeah, right? the, not di- dialed on this. Not the fan. Because right, right? once the game starts, we're we're going to win the championship. Right. Yeah. I mean, once the season <laughs> starts, yeah. Once kick starts, we're going undefeated. Yeah. There's no doubt. But I mean, so. It's asking way too much to think we're going to beat Wisconsin, to think we're going to beat Washington. So, obviously, McNeese State is in there. Count that as a W. So, it comes down to Arizona and Cal. Right. And what are you, you going to do with those? I think they're winnable. Yeah. So I, I think any game against the Pac-12 is winnable. I feel like that is an overrated conference. And I expect W's for BYU against Pac-12 opponents, including Utah. That's a hot take, Lewis. I like take it. Take Lou. I like that. I like that, too. That's but great. Yeah, I think two or three. Or I mean, So BYU is going to start out 0-2, 1-1, or 1-2 against Arizona and Cal. Right. I think that's the big question. I think they're going to start one and one. One and one. Yeah. And 
doesn't matter who or no who. You one and one. I'm I'm gonna predict it's Cal. Okay. But yeah, one way or another, one or one, one and one, and then we beat McNeese State. So you're looking at two and three to start the year. Okay. That's that's pretty good. And then cruise through the second half of the season. Utah. What do you have? Utah State. Utah State. Utah. Oh. Utah State. So how do you how do you see the Cougs faring against their in-state opponents? Utah State. We're gonna beat. Yeah. Where you should have beat them last year. We got down to fourth string. Things got ugly quick. <laughs> Real quick. Real quick. Um, Utah's tough. Utah's the tough one. And so so I think we're going to win our home games. Okay. So that's why I went with Cal. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, so if I'm, I'm saying that, so you beat Cal, right? That's that's one win. And then you, you beat um, the rest of your schedule uh, at home. So that's six wins. And I say they got one more win. So that's either going to be Boise State or Utah. Boise or Utah. If they could pull off either of those, that'd be quality. And I'm going to say Utah just because that would be so much better. <laughs> you think the streak will finally end? Exactly. Oh, we have to end that man, streak. I hope that ends. Is there something about the game being back in November that's going to help? We talked about superstitions last podcast, you know. If you didn't hear know. that, go back and listen to it. Yes, it's a <laughs> great episode. I'm don't kind of a superstitious time. guy, but I feel like, I don't know, the stars will align because we're playing them back at the end of November. You know. Where it really matters. So, so my thoughts on the whole, like, November play, like, I don't really care when BYU plays Utah. I just want them to play. I would almost prefer them to play the first game of every season on Labor Day weekend. And then you would have three whole three, four months of buildup. How sweet would that be? Uh, and be, then, then you get the rivalry game done, and then you get on, on with your season, I right? I don't think the state of Utah could handle contention for I three know. to four months. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be so cool, though? I think it would be awesome. Well, Especially if we're good, right? You're going to get it the next two years. Yeah. Next two we, years after this we year. We play the first game. You first play on my birthday next year. Yeah. That's great. Happy birthday. But, um, so, like, end of the season, I don't really care. Like, whatever. And, like, I think even for Utah, like, this is it's an absolute I don't care game because they could potentially be going to the Pac-12 championship and... But they have to play BYU first. Maybe you know overlook I mean? us. Yeah, maybe overlook us. So, okay, here's a question I have. Which would, or I, I guess the question that I posed to you when I when I sent out the the outline was, if you could have one wish for this BYU team, what would it be? I think the easy answer is Utah, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, that's that's automatic. So we'll give you another one just because. That's, okay. Yeah. That's too easy. I want to like record aside. I want. BYU offense to be back. You want like forty plus points. I just want to be in the rock. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be outscoring teams. If we 49 lose, to I don't want it to be like it was last year where we score. You know, yeah. one touchdown. You want the old offense. Yes, back. I want the old offense. The air raid. I would not much rate. rather have a crappy defense than a crappy offense like last year. Because at least with an offense, if you're scoring, you feel like you got a chance. Yeah, See, and sure. that brings up a very good question. I mean, do you prefer Andrew? This one I'm going to swing to you. Offense over defense, defense over offense. Which, which would you prefer? Uh, I I like good football. So you just <laughs> said even well-rounded. Yeah. No. I I man, the BYU's offense. Like when it was in the heyday, it's clicking. You think the '96 Cougs, the Gary Croton years, John Beck. Like that's the thing of beauty, man. That's like I can't I. I can name you some defensive players, but Rob the I, Freight Train Morris. I can I can name you almost you know every offensive player from those teams. So I would go offense for sure. See, I think it would have to take a killer killer defense to get me excited. Mm-hmm. Like I I would prefer a killer killer defense. I think that would be the most exciting. Just mm-hmm. sacks, picks, 
knockdowns, super exciting. But I think it'd be you can have like a really good offense, but you have to have like a super super great defense if you're gonna really right. have something exciting. Here's my argument against defense. You guys remember 2012? Yeah. How painful was that season? I mean, we're losing to Boise without them even <laughs> scoring on us because we threw a pick six. That was real. Really like, bad. our defense was so good. So good. Right? It's true. But it was just, it almost made it worse because you're like, we have this great defense but and no we're wasting offense. it. And of course, you could say the same thing, vice versa, right? But you just feel like with, with scoring with an offense, I don't know, it's just at least, even if you're giving up points, you're punching back and you're like, okay, we've got a chance. I agree. All right, Camp, I got another, Gan Ryan, I got another question for you guys. Would you rather BYU be 0-11 going into the Utah game and they beat Utah or go 5-0 and in their first five games and still lose to Utah at the end? I would rather BYU end the year at one and however many games. 11? 1-11 and, and that victory came against Utah because it would be so much... It'd be so sweet to look at Utah fans. And I would love it that Utah was going to go to the Pac-12 championship and they had that one loss against BYU. That would just... I would take every loss and say, I don't care. We beat you. You guys suck. You lost to one of the worst teams ever. That would be the best. I completely agree. Thank you, Ryan. So what about you, Screw 5-0. I just want to stick it to the <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah. It's tempting, but I can't. You can't do it. You're saying you would rather be 1-11, beat Utah, as opposed to going 5-0. Successful season. Okay, guys, if we went 5-0, we would be knocking on the door of the top 10, probably, because we'd be beating two, yeah. two playoff Can contenders. Can you take <laughs> another year of Utah fans and their BYU can't it's beat true. us? It's, I'm tired of this. That is the one thing that makes me question it. That is... And living in Utah, so I'm originally from California, right. living in Utah the past, like, yeah. nine, I mean, you How many bets years, have you lost at work? Oh, it's bad. It's For the BYU-Utah game. It's bad, and I already made this one. You already this I have a uh, two mission buddies. One's a huge BYU fan. One's a Utah fan. They've had a standing bet every year. Whosoever team wins, the loser has to wear a tie from the other man's team right. for like a whole month or year of church or something. And I feel so bad for the fan who he's, supports BYU who's been wearing tie. Utah ties for who knows how many years That's straight. The, worst. the whole mission knows about it. We still are just like... That's the worst. We feel bad for you, Freeman. You know. That's, that's so this year, Freeman, I got your back. I, I'm hoping for a Utah loss. <laughs> All right. So man, those those are some some good some good <laughs> points of view. There a lot a lot to think about there. Um, and so go, building off that, and like going into this year, they got the tough schedule at at the start of the season. Camp, who's going to be starting? Under center for the Cougs against Arizona on September 1st. Man, I thought forever it was going to be Mangum. Yeah. For so long. I was like, it's going to be Mangum. There's yeah. no way we're not going to. I mean, if anything, I thought, you know, before we found out about Hodge switching, right. like maybe Hodge would beat him out. Right. Maybe possibly even Critchlow. But I have to say now, after hearing the first few weeks of camp, I think it's going to be Wilson. Think so? I really do. True I, freshman? I think it's going to be a true freshman. Wow. That, that's never happened, right? I mean, not like in the modern era. Of right. 
of BYU football history. <laughs> I mean, not starting game one. What, did Drew Miller? I can't. He remember. was like partway through the season, and then and it was against in. Murray State. Yeah, or something. Uh, what about that Washington? Uh, the one when we had the Jake Heaps. Yeah, Heaps. No, he he, did, he didn't start. Yeah, okay. not not game one. He took he Later took half the, the reps, but yeah, but he was splitting with Riley. Yeah. So I I think it's gonna be him though. It's yeah. great. I mean, you just keep listening to these reports from fall camp, and it's you know Mangum. It like everything you hear is like, hey, Mangum's having a good camp, but Wilson beat him out today. Yeah. Like Wilson looked better today. And the big thing I feel like is that you keep hearing that Wilson's pushing the ball downfield, whereas yeah. Mangum is still going Just dinking and dumping. Dinking and dunking. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I think is going to happen, like I, I was hearing on the radio today, BYU hasn't had a starting quarterback finish the season. Like the quarterback started the season, he hasn't finished the season in like eight years or more, mm-hmm. right? And so like you got to be prepared to play more than one quarterback. And so like that kind of gives me comfort that we have three guys that are capable Absolutely. that can do it. Um, and I always thought, and part of me still thinks that they'll start Mangum, but like maybe do maybe split like quarters or something or or halves. I don't know, but I think ultimately they'll. I think for those first few that tough part of the schedule to start, they might try to ease Wilson in. I don't know if they'll just like throw him in there because that could really mess them up like psychologically and just like you know like moving forward. So I think they might try to ease him in, but then once they get past that those tough first few games, then they'll just hand it over to them. So during those Northern Illinois games, McNeese State? McNeese, yeah. McNeese State, expect Wilson to be? Yeah, I, I would think so. I would think so. Unless something crazy happens. I think definitely McNeese State. Yeah. That's originally you what may, I was thinking. Yeah, okay, this yeah. is why I think differently. Yeah. So he's pushing the ball downfield, which means he's beating Tanner in his own game, which is passing. Right. What's not even being talked about, probably because it's not as big of a deal in fall camp um, yet because the quarterbacks aren't live, but Wilson can make plays with his feet too. Right. And and so if he is beating Mangum in, you know, and we I could totally be wrong on this. It could be Mangum and I would be yeah. fully supportive because I'm a Mangum fan. <laughs> However, if, if he really is pushing the ball downfield more than Mangum and then you add in that, hey, if a play breaks down, he can get you a first down with his feet. Right. I think they're going to go with them because you have a coaching staff that's, you know, they've got to win now. Right. They can't be planning too much for the future. Is this according to your sources? Yes, according, <laughs> according to my insiders. Yes. My my argument against that, though, is beating somebody with your feet in high school is a lot different than college level. And so, like, you, you remember John Beck tried to do that against USC his freshman mm-hmm. year, and he was concussed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got hit so hard, <laughs> and uh, and so like that—that's what kind of worries me. That's why I think they might ease him in a little bit, try to like, yeah, yeah, you can do make those plays, but you gotta realize you gotta gotta be careful. And you said he is forcing the ball downfield or pushing the ball downfield, which is great, but that's also prone to mistakes. And so I think another reason why they might ease him in and go with play a little bit of Tanner and stuff—he's the safe bet, you know, give you a good opportunity to win those. Like, you don't want to throw picks against, against you know, Arizona or yeah. against Cal where you got to be almost perfect to, play, perfect to win, right? So, I don't know. I'm, I I could see what you say happening. I could see what I say happening. But I know it's going to be awesome. Question yeah. I have, do you need to outright say he is our quarterback? Does it mess with the I, rhythm if you're like, we're going to go with both? We're going to get both playing time. Do you need to establish a rhythm and just say we're going with one? I, I don't know. Well, so, like... When you think of the alternating thing, I think of Riley Nelson and Jake Heaps, and that was no crap. That, that was no experiment good. did not no, go well. No good. So I would pick one, 
Um, but you get the other one playing time when you can. I mean, you say Mangum's your starter, but of course, in those games that we've talked about, Northern Illinois, everyone's expecting backups to get time in that in those games because you expect BYU to dominate against you know these no-name teams. So I I see that's where you get them their experience, but would it benefit them to just this is our guy. He is our quarterback. We're going confidence. I think so. But like I said, the the other guys have to be ready because he could get hurt like we've seen the past eight <laughs> years, you know? And especially if, like, Zach Wilson's going to run, yeah. then there's maybe even more chances of getting hurt. But yeah. Well, especially if he's running like Taysom. But I don't think that's what it would be. No, I think no, it would no. be more like... It's plays more, breaking down, making something happen, running right. out of bounds. Yeah, he's he's a pretty thin built guy. Yeah, but he's a good runner. I think I'll be honest. I think this. So they just had their second yeah. scrimmage today. I think they had this scrimmage with the thought in mind we're deciding our starter after this scrimmage. So this weekend they're going to review the film, mm-hmm. whatever. They even said they're going to take a few days off, and then they're going to start back up on Monday. I think they they did that. In, in fact, there was an interview uh, with A-Rod where he was talking about it. He said, hey, we, we got it down to two this last week, which is what we needed to do. And now this week it's moving on and getting it down to any paused. And then he's like, and, you know, getting the depth. <laughs> right. And I swear he was about to say getting our starter. Yeah. Because I, I think that's their plan. I think yeah. they want it. Do you expect them to name the starter before? I, I don't think they will. I think they're going to not tell anybody and then – Whoever will trot out on the field. That's but that's everybody will kind of know. You know yeah, what I mean? that's how it's anyway. sounding. But yeah, I agree. But I think they wanted one week of fall camp left with their starter before they got into game week. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. Real good. quick, anything we can expect about a new offensive coordinator? I, I have think, no idea. I mean, it's a mystery. <laughs> I don't know. Grimes I mean, yeah. So he was at LSU last year, and LSU's offense was fine. Like, when we played them, it was kind of, I don't know, I wasn't really impressed with oh, it. I forgot we played them. But, that um, was, that was <laughs> that's really one, that's bad game. That's one to forget. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they, they kind of did the fly the fly motion and stuff, LSU did. And I saw, like, some BOE doing some of that and just some clips or something, which is fine. But, I don't know. It'll be really interesting. I don't know about scheme, but what I would say is, like, expect, like, a Bronco-like offense as far as i mean compared to like broncos defense as far as execution yeah because that's what grimes added yeah. is is like hey if you don't execute you're out yeah. which i think is what we were lacking Absolutely. in the last two years so I, and I, I don't know who's going to make the plays on the team like like what receivers are going to step up or what running back is or mm. what tight end Who will is be the starting running back? yeah like all that remains to be seen but i mean there's a lot of a lot of people that could do it they just got Somebody's got to take it, right? Mm-hmm. So. 2018, you're the Cougars. You're the Cougs. Give me go, Cougs. Go, Cougs. Woo. Great. So in talking off that, I wanted to talk about some greatest moments in BYU football history. So when I was a kid, I my dad bought the VHS of the greatest moments in BYU football oh, history. I love that tape. And I had that thing memorized, yes, right? Yes, you did. And that's how I learned about the glory days and stuff. But I never like really like experienced any of them. It was just like all in VHS, right? So I want to talk about, you know, what are some of your best memories of BYU football that you were there for, or that you know you were associated with? And do you have to me. physically be there? No, 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 no. Because because I got some great story, great memories of the Utah game that I will share for oh, later in the season. I was gonna say, but, I I still remember the uh, I was at Mitch Beck's house. <laughs> 
when the Utah kicker shanked the field goal. Oh yeah, off the post. I, so I was at that game. Oh, there you so go. That one, so but like I wasn't. I was a lot right. of mine are watching him. Right, right, right. Because the next one after that, Lavelle's last game. Yep. We were all at my house. Oh, your basement. Yep. All of us in the basement. I remember that. That was great. So I remember, that was a really good one too. What about you, Camp? Man. I mean, to start, as far as just remembering watching, you have to go back to 96. Yeah. I, just, I love that. The Cougs. The, that literally was the year of the Cougars. I mean, my opinion, best team in BYU football history. I I, better than the 84? Better than 84. Better I, than the 90? 90? Yeah, 1990. Better than 90, better than 83. Yeah, 83, 83, was, 83 might have been better than 84. Yeah. Better than 80 with Jim McMahon? I think or so. Or was it 81? 81. I don't remember. 80. Okay. No, you're right. 81. But no, I think it was. I think it was. I think it was the best year in BYU football. History. I prayed so hard <laughs> that when I go and ask my dad if we were related to Chad Lewis, he would say yes. <laughs> that I would find that Chad Lewis is a cousin of mine. I I prayed so hard that would happen, and it didn't. <laughs> but I'm still hoping maybe fifth, sixth cousins, something. He's, he's six six. I mean, he's a Lewis. Five eight, five ten. Somehow we've got to be related. <laughs> Well, I, would, I wouldn't count on it. I'm but sure somewhere. There I mean, also, the, the athletic genes looks like it's there. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. going to Also, there was a DB who had the last name of Ellison. Chris Ellison. Chris Ellison. Number four. Safety. He, he was African-American, so I was pretty sure we weren't related <laughs> to him. But you never know. I still wished. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. Um, I remember, because of my dad's job, we'd go to road games sometimes. He, sometimes he had events on the road. And I think it was in 1998... With Kevin Federick as quarterback, mm-hmm. I went to all the BYU home games and then like three road games Jeez. and the bowl game, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna do this forever," you know? No, I, I, I'm not. <laughs> but like, yeah, I went to the Utah game. I went to we went to Hawaii that year, and I went to the well, I think we went no wait went to Vegas another year. Anyway, but it was that was really fun to you know go on the road and cheer on the Cougs with. All the other people. And I've been to road games in Texas when we lived down there. And BYU came down there and Taysom leaped over the, the Longhorn there. I forgot you were at that game. Yes. Yeah. That, was, that, is sweet. that was so cool. I still remember when we first met uh, Camps. It was his fiance at the time. <laughs> Shannon. Um, yes. Shannon. And it was BYU Shout out to versus Shannon. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yes. 2009 opener. And cheering for uh, a Sam Bradford sack that would lead to a, injury. a season-ending injury. <laughs> yeah. Career-altering. She still brings yeah. that up. She's the, in fact, I was watching that game not long ago, <laughs> and she said, is this the one where the quarterback gets hurt? And I was like, yeah. it sure is. But growing up, I always, Andrew was the one that might be with your connection. He always took me to the games. But I do remember, very specifically, Pigskin Classic, oh, yeah. Texas yeah. A&M. The one time... I went to a game with my dad. Oh, such a good game. That was yeah. the only time I'd been to a football game with my dad. Nice. That is maybe the second best BYU football game in history, <laughs> in my opinion, behind Miami. It was the Pigskin Classic. I love that That game. was a good one. So I was at the 96 WAC Championship. Oh, oh so, that's right. Because I was in, we we lived in California. Was that okay. Wyoming? Yeah, Wyoming. And we were in Overtime. the end zone. Yeah, we, we were in Pochman. the end zone on the side. I where love he, the Pochman family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where he kicked the game tying field Ethan Pochman. So, yeah. Ethan Pochman did it. Yeah, that was all that of the Pochman family. I just love them. <laughs> them and the Payne family. <laughs> the Paines, the Pochmans, the Paines. We need another. They need another. Like, they are just like pillars brother. of BYU kickers <laughs> and punters. <laughs> now we're right. now we're trying to get the Australian or down under connection yeah. or whatever. Danny Jones. Danny Jones. Yeah, he should be pretty. Well, we'll see. 
He's good. I think Southam's good. So That's favorite BYU player? You guys have a favorite yeah. BYU player? So like obviously Ty Detmer, right. Heisman <laughs> Trophy winner. No, but obviously there. Steve Young. The problem, but they're like, all before our times where we yeah. consciously remember watching football. Yeah. Oh, I remember watching those games because I just watched them like this week. <laughs> <laughs> For like the 10th time. No, Ty Detmer, hands down, my favorite player. Yeah, for sure. I don't care that he didn't work out at Hopkins. No, exactly. Yeah. But what, what about like... Just like uh, so, say post Ty Detmer, mm-hmm. so like mid 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 nineties to present, favorite BYU player, and it doesn't have to be like because he was good or because uh, of this, like just like just because like I remember, oh I forgot his name, but Luke Rout was a linebacker or something, like <laughs> he was number fifty one. The guy was crazy. You just like the crazy guys. Yeah, if crazy, and like, you like any any fumble, you know, like how like guys like they get they're down and the ball squirts out. Any fumble, he would pick it up and start running the other way. Like we got the ball, we got the ball, we got the ball, and the refs are like, no. And he, like he tried to convince the ref every single time. <laughs> like he scored probably like three or four defensive touchdowns, but they're all. When the after the play was dead, you know what I mean, like. But well, like, he was gonna say he scored like fifty. De- no, he, 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 was, he was so nuts. It was so great. I lo- I I really liked him for some odd reason. <laughs> See, and I'm trying to think. I can't Mark think Luger? of any Lugger not crazy one. It's just a lot of the old stars are just what what pop out. I mean, Brandon Doman. Everyone had president dominator oh, poster. So president good. Doman, as we refer to him in this. He is in your state presidency. <laughs> so. <laughs> I look but, forward to hearing from him this weekend. Oh, yeah, state <laughs> conference coming up. Yes. I'm coming to your state conference. <laughs> you are more than welcome. You and every other BYU fan. <laughs> but, I mean, I, everyone had that poster. You remember right. the Gladiator? Dominator, yep. And, and Luke Staley was his running back. Do you um, remember, side, side note, do you remember the John Walsh poster where he was Raiders of the Lost Ark? Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. That was very good. I do Sorry, remember that. movie no. posters yeah. and things. Sorry. But yeah, so those are, are kind of, I don't know if I'd say they're my favorite, but they, they have a lot of my favorite moments, yes, you know? absolutely. With that duo. Yeah. Um, but. Because we got to start in quarterback. I think the Utah game being at the end of the year this year is important because now I think Wilson's going to be our quarterback. Yeah. And so I think it being at the end of the game is going to help him because he's going to have well. that experience. And I think that will be big in us beating them because I'm going to say it's up. <laughs> beating them. We're gonna One beat and them 11. Gonna we're going to beat them. <laughs> For sure. Great. Um, so I wanted to play a little game. Called, we played this last podcast. It was Bench, Start, and Cut. We did it with NBA greats. Did we? Right. You did. It was, NBA it was Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, yeah. and LeBron James. That was James. a big one. We did some other ones. Yeah. That's you know? tough. Um, but now we're going to play it with BYU quarterbacks. Okay. Bench, cut, or start, Josh Camp. Okay. Here are your three. Jim McMahon, Steve Young, Ty Detmer. Oh, gosh. Of course you go with the three greatest. <laughs> I mean, you know who I'm going to start. Because I already told you who my all-time favorite is. That's got to be okay. Ty. Okay. It's Ty. So who are you going to bench? Who are you going to cut? It's so tough. <laughs> it, I go back and forth between Steve... And Jim, I know them mm-hmm. by first name basis. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I think you got just because of all the records. He said you got to go McMahon for mm-hmm. backup. I mean, really? but Steve, really, I, really, I don't know if we give Steve Young enough credit for the championship because we we barely lost the opener in '83. Right. Then we go on to win the yeah. rest of our games. That set us up for '84. Right. I mean, without that '83 season, we probably don't get the championship. And he should have won the Heisman that year, right? He ended up second in the voting, right? So right. I mean, that is super tough. Obviously, you could start any of them; would be great. But right. I'm going to say Detmer, McMahon, and then Young. All right. 
Lewis. See, my problem with this is I keep thinking of, I don't know Jim McMahon's BYU college career because right. I didn't really memorize the greatest moment <laughs> video like yourself. Well, you should have. So I think McMahon, Super Bowl winning quarterback with the Bears. Steve Young, Super Bowl winning quarterback with the 49ers. So instantly I go, uh, Ty Detmer, cut. Right. But that's that's NFL. That's NFL career. It's that's true, man. not the best way to look. No, it's not. But in mine, I cut That's Detmer. what you do? And wow. I, I love Steve wow. Young, so I start Steve Young and I bench Jim McMahon. Okay. okay. But I've got, in my starter and my bench, are two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. <laughs> I How would. Camp got? I would. I got a 14 year old. Your bet. Yeah. <laughs> you got a 14 year old? 14 year old. A third string quarterback coach. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I would, um, I'd keep Ty. I'd probably bench Ty. No, I don't know if I'd bench. I'd cut Jim McMahon and then. Steve or Ty are interchangeable. I'd probably, mm, I like I'd probably it. go Steve. I like it. Go. Anyway. Okay, here's another one. Um, a little more modern for you. Um, John Beck, mm-hmm. Max Hall, Taysom Hill. Who do you bench, cut, and start? Man, that's tough. Um, one of those is easy. <laughs> I cut Max Hall. That's not even no brainer. I just the, the winningest quarterback winningest in quarterback BYU football history. Dude, the guy looked out as the winningest quarterback. <laughs> to me, it's what? easy who you start because I mean we're going at their peak, right? So we could yeah. say senior John Beck. Oh, you yeah. start senior John Beck for sure. He was. I mean, I know Max Hall's the winningest but, quarterback, but Taysom Hill at his peak. Taysom Hill at his peak was. I mean, he was first, great. First half, half of the bench player. First half of the Nebraska game. Oh, <laughs> gosh, uh, don't bring that up. <laughs> Heisman. Heisman. He was going to be up for Heisman that year. I'm convinced. <laughs> Steve Young said so. I he did, yeah. right? For that uh, Nebraska game, Andrew had a newborn baby. I was pretty sure he was going to spike that baby. Almost when they did. Won. Well, Almost. we did. He like, did. We, I definitely jumped around. Well, we definitely Body chest, bump, but chest, we bumped. chest bumped yes. with him in between us. We forgot. Yes, there was a brand new baby who was in between the chest Debbie's bump. Debbie's wife had to come and, and get him yes. because we were not aware he was there anymore. <laughs> That was great. Ecstasy. He was so like I, a, almost a year old. He wasn't brand new. Yeah, he, he was, was fine. Totally fine. He's fine. Yeah. Just made him tougher. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say you go with Beck. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Lewis. I'm gonna then have uh, bench Taysom and then cut. Hall. Not that I don't like really? Hall. But So yeah, like Max, Max Hall was not my favorite, but like Stats. Max Hall was good, like, but I feel like Max Hall was good because he had great tools with him. Okay. So I, I don't know if his skills necessarily compare to that. So of like Dennis Pitta, Austin Colley. They really helped him. Like he he's good. I'm not saying Hall's not Andrew good. George. But like if you have a receiver who can catch anything, quarterbacks look really good. Yeah. If you don't have as great a receiver as like Taysom Hill had. Who did who did John Beck have? That is Johnny Harleen. And that's my so you have Harleen. Who did he have as receivers? Like, Try to think. Zach Colley. Zach Colley. <laughs> yeah, uh, Colley. Reed. Mike Reed. Mike Reed, right? These guys were uh, not burners. He made them look good. McKay Jacobson, freshman. McKay Jacobson oh, is a your, freshman. Your man. wife's favorite. Yes. Because <laughs> um, he's from Texas. But yeah, that's why I but I agree, because Hall had all the weapons. Beck really didn't. I mean he had Harleen, who's one of the all time great tight ends, but besides that he didn't have a ton. Was he like really a tight end though? Like he's like <laughs> he's a Jimmy Graham like, tight end. Like yeah, like they say, they say all these guys crafted are, tonight in my yeah. fantasy yeah. league. Yeah. They say like hey, these guys are all touchdown for the Green Bay yeah. Packers. They say these guys are all tight ends, and I'm like, he's just a big wide receiver. 
right? Yeah. No, it's true. It's how the game's evolving. Oh, changing. for sure. Like in basketball, we talked about how there's no such no thing position. as a big man anymore. There's no positions, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's so, the so. position. That's a guy at BYU can get a guy like that who can be the best so, in the nation yeah. at his position. So why are they like trying to like morph or get guys to be like old school tight ends now? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I don't know if they really are. I think a lot of that's more just talk. Like, they've got to be good enough to where, like, they're they're still a threat they're going to run if they're in. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to try to make Bushman and Moroni and Hol- Holker. They're not going to make try to make them, like, these huge blocking tight ends. They're just going to make them admirable in blocking so that <laughs> the defense... Them out or not. Yeah, the okay. defense isn't for sure, like, okay, just play. Just a... Th- just th- a yeah. threat enough, I guess. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, the last point I want to talk about in this BYU football preview 2018 is the question I pose. I saw this on Twitter today. Somebody asked James the Mormon if he is going to do another BYU pump up song, and he said no, never again. Not because of like he just wants to like separate himself yeah. from anyway, whatever. But what is the best BYU football? Pump up song. I mean, is it got to be a song, or is it like songs they always played at the games? And stuff? Well, yes, you could do that. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Because I mean, James the Mormon has the most telling you why hip hop one that good. I like, yeah. rap one. But as a young kid, I mean, wise guys, how <laughs> you beat that? Give you know? me a B. You got your B. You got your B. <laughs> oh gosh. What about Camp? I know you're a fan of the Tiesman rap. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna go a different route here. Okay. Though, okay. I'm gonna go and so does it, it can it be yeah just music just, just go yeah I'm gonna go, go the fall camp music during Rudy <laughs> nothing is gonna okay. get me more okay. pumped yeah, yeah. to watch some dun, college dun, football dun, 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 dun. exactly okay. yeah. when you get into that I'll, I'll have that be our outro in this yeah, podcast. We go. yeah. I love it I love That'd it be good. I mean everything with Rudy is just oh, great yeah, that's true love that. okay so one one last well, little segment what's the best football movie. That's a tough question. Like, I know you, you is it you you always watch all the football movies uh-huh. or like leading up? What what do you watch and which is the best? So the two that I have to watch every year is definitely Rudy. Right. And Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. And then my wife has made me also watch The Blind Side because she likes okay. it so much. Okay. And I'm like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah. I mean it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not a ton of football. Not, no, yeah. so. That's I mean, I, I'd have to say greatest of all time. You can't get any more football than Rudy. It is the focal point. <laughs> it is everything. Rudy, I mean, football Rudy. is the like supporting actor yeah. of the, that. When, movie. when I went to Notre Dame and saw BYU play Notre Dame in two thousand five, I listened to Rudy like like that was playing in my head the entire oh. time. It was this is definitely you know a top yeah. of my life up to that point. Right there, <laughs> but like. Remember the Titans? I love oh, that. I love Too Disney, Titans. like so cheesy good. on stuff. That's a little, a little bit. It but is. like it is the uh, the inches speeches from any given Sunday. I loved that one. Yeah, that, it drops a couple f bombs. You're into it that. Does. <laughs> yeah. You're into that. That's right up my alley. That's right up so your alley. <laughs> we're good there. But like, I really love uh, Draft Day. I Ooh, mean, that Draft one, Day's pretty good. That, that one is, like is most I did people. Like that. Don't it's not as it's not exciting for them, but I just love every yeah. You love the negotiating the new, stuff. Yeah. For that. yeah, I do too. Like that's the best part of it, fantasy football. Is the yeah. draft, who, in my who opinion, hates Kevin Costner. No one. No. Kevin Costner. <laughs> I mean, Field of Dreams, Draft Day. The, the guy's pitched a perfect game. He pitched yeah, he a per, for love of the game, <laughs> right? The game. Oh man, With Vince Scully oh, calling it. I mean, it doesn't yeah. get better. That's than true. That. What What about um, kind of the like uh, Friday Night Lights? Oh, Friday Night Lights. Are you a fan of that? 
That Lee, was Lisa's good. not a big fan of it because, spoiler alert, they lose. But oh. they, <laughs> but they, uh, and it's just like too real. Like, yeah. Like, cause like she grew up in Texas and like, like those are the jerks that she mm -hmm. hated, like walking the halls, right? Or not hated, but like, yeah. like she knows those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like she doesn't like it, and that's why she doesn't like Friday Night Lights, the TV show either. I was gonna say, are you which, different? Oh the man, movie I, from the TV show. I freaking show? love the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is fine, yeah. but um, I mean, I, I know you didn't put out a little Varsity Blues, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Varsity Blues. That's it's got some good moments there. Just a few good moments, and yeah. then the rest of that movie you probably don't need to watch. <laughs> Definitely edit it or uh, Bit Angel it, or whatever. Yeah, Bit Angel, <laughs> hope for it's on TV. Whatever so. your clean flick uh, yeah. preferences, <laughs> try to do that. Um, that one is kind of similar to the John Grisham book, Bleachers, if you've okay. ever read that. I have. I've heard of it. It is very good. I actually have a copy if you want to borrow mm. it, anybody. That's so. And then uh, a little one that's little kids, everyone, Little Giants. Oh, Little oh, yeah. Giants. Icebox, yeah. you know? The annexation, the annexation of Puerto Rico. Thank you for pronouncing John that. John Madden. Yeah, it was so good. I, I tried. I watched that just the other day, and I was trying to like name who the NFL players were that got off the bus with oh, the kids, yeah. and I'm like, I can't even remember. I don't even remember. What yeah. about? I mean, replacements in the nineties oh, right? or early two thousands. That was yeah. that was, that was, that was like that. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, little, little Keanu. <laughs> got a little Keanu on oh, that. Man. So so many good, so many good options there. All right, well, that concludes the BYU football preview section of uh, this podcast, the Occasional Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening, and hope you will listen to our other ones as well. We, you can now find, we are now up to, was it 96 plays? We've had oh, 96 yeah. plays. I'm probably a third of those. <laughs> so you're probably the other third. So thank you to the 32 of you or whatever that have listened. And you can now find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever else you want to listen to Still us on. Still on SoundCloud? Well, I, yeah, I guess so. I guess. We prefer the other <laughs> platforms, though. Yeah, it's just a lot easier for yeah. us. But Spotify is easy to use. I really recommend it. But yeah. iTunes, I mean, that's the classic. That's, that's a good one, too. So, special thanks to Camp, our BYU Cougar Insider. Thank you. Give us a go, go Cougs. Go Cougs! Thank you. Two and weeks, guys. Two weeks. Enjoy this rooting.